It's DRI right here on the Classic Metal Show with five-year plan. That's for Darren in the chat room. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a DRI <laughs> fan? No. I, 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 nothing against it. I just, I, I just never was a big fan. I, there, there's certain bands that all sort of sounded in that same vein. Not exactly the same, but that MOD, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just never, never did it for me. I, I, and I like a lot of hardcore stuff. But I know I like, you do. That's why I asked. I didn't know if you liked them or not. Yeah, nah. I like the more metaled up hardcore stuff. Your Mad Ball or your. Um, well, I know you're um, a big Billy Milano fan, right? Yeah, I like Billy in SOD, but not in MOD. You know, uh, and um, I don't know. I, 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 there are bands that I like of hardcore. You know, whether it's Earth Crisis or. Uh, agnostic front. I like a lot. I always interview them whenever they're out and about. Um, but yeah, DRI never did it for me. I think I interviewed the drummer from that band that you just played though last year. Cause he's, he's now drumming in, um, the Billy Milano less MOD. Okay. <laughs> which is interesting. They're trying to com- continue on MOD without Billy Milano. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I, I believe that the drummer of DRI is the, is the drummer and i um i interviewed him okay don't ask me his name i don't remember but <laughs> well i know all those bands are very incestuous yeah they all you know all those guys just there's like 25 of them and they just switch from band to band to band exactly mm-hmm. hail and kill caller you're on the air Haley kill boys it's team what's up team i just wanted to say to give Don Dockin a shout out and and the guys at um, I think it's Cleopatra because finally after so many years I'm finally going to get my hands on the on the uh, his solo album. Well, Tim, if you if you wanted that, I could have sent you that years ago. Unless, of course, you meant you wanted a physical copy. Yeah, no, I want I wanted I wanted the physical copy of Solitary for Ages. All right, very. I'm very happy, and <laughs> I just want—I just wanted to say, um, with these all these shows coming down to Australia, with um, I'm very very excited because I'm going to go and see Kip Winger for the first time. Oh my! Can't wait! Can't wait for that. And um, is now I do I do have their their catalogue, but is enough enough? I I want to go and see like enough enough and Ron Keel when they come down here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know if Ron Keel uh, is going to do any meet and greets when he's down here? I suppose you don't know that. Well, Ron, well, Ron, well Ron's, Ron, Ron's a very personable guy, and he always likes to meet the fans, so it would not surprise me if you had an opportunity to see Ron after the show. He often comes out and takes pictures and signs autographs and all kinds of stuff, so there would be a high probability of doing that the same way with Chips Enough. Um, Chip is always usually very available. He likes to come out and, you know, meet and greet and shake a few hands and take a few photos. Because, I mean, these guys have never been here and, you know, probably they'll never come back. um, (laughs) Are you going to chase them off, Tim? No, but you know what I mean? We don't, we don't, we don't get, you know, it's not like you can see these guys on a regular basis like you can in, in the States. So. So you know, and and none of none of these like Tony Harnell's coming out too. I'm, I'm not going to go and see him, but 
Um, there's a whole bunch of these these guys coming out who have never been out here. You well, know, so it might be, what I'm saying is it might be the only time I get to see Ron Keel. I don't know what Janet Gardner's going to be like, but I'm not I'm not um, not going for her. I want to. Definitely, the main reason I want to go and see that is because I want to see Ron Keel. Well, if you like women, Tim, uh, Janet Gardner still is uh, something pretty good to look at. She's she's still got it together. Does she, does she still sing really well? I, you know, who pays attention to that? Who cares? She's hot. <laughs> yeah, she's she's still got a she's still kept it together. Pretty pretty nice looking girl. Yeah, and I no, I noticed that Don that they announced the uh, the Don Dockin oh sorry the Dockin tour dates with Lynch Mob. I still is is that is that still going to happen? Yeah, I'm going on. Well I'm, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be on the road for the first three dates in March, Tim. So yes, it's happening. Oh my God! I hope he's healthy enough. Anyway, I just wanted to give them a shout out because I'm I'm finally glad I'm getting that record. Damn it! All right, well, I'll, I'll make when sure that that shout out gets uh, passed along to the appropriate parties. When did it come? Out? When did that record come out initially? Well, it was something that uh, Chris actually handled as uh, the Aiken uh, Record Distribution Company way back in two thousand and eight. That's right, Aiken Distribution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, how many uh, how, how many packages do you think you mailed out, Chris? So in in reality, how many do you think you sent out? Serious number, probably four to five thousand. Because I was at the post office every day with a crate of them. Yeah, literally mailing like three, four hundred a day, and that was all they would let me do because it would shut down one lane of the of the post office for hours. You know, because every single one of them, you know had to have, you know, the right postage and if it was going overseas it had to have the customs declarations and all that. It shut down the post office, at least one lane of the post office for hours at a time. So they gave me a limit that I was only allowed to come in and mail so many a day. <laughs> he, that's, that's, that's good then because he did that record himself, right? So he must have been making some pretty good coin on that. So that's pretty cool. Well, he made a dollar or two. There's no doubt about that. Excellent. All right, Highland Kill boys. <laughs> Helen Kill Tim. <laughs> uh, I gotta, I gotta tip my hat to Tim. He he's a hardcore music fan, so yes. uh, you know, good for him. Yeah. Well, I'd imagine he'll get to meet Ron Keel. I can't, for the life of me, fathom that Ron's going to stay in a dressing room. No. R- yeah, Ron, no Ron, Ron, and Chip are usually very accessible people. Well, shit, look at Chip when when he was opening for um, Kiefer. Yeah, I know. Last, yeah, last he year. was back there glad-handing everybody and taking pictures and, you know. From just, the time the doors opened. Yeah. He was, like, out in front until it was time for him to play. He went, played, and came back out and hung out at the merch booth the whole night. Yeah, he, he's good. Tim, you're going to get to meet those guys, I would imagine. I can't fathom, unless they see you coming at them shaking and they go <laughs> run up for cover, I'd imagine you're going to get to meet those guys. I agree. And Bobby Kenneth, it is not 1352 History Month. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Please temper that. I don't know what this 1352 is, but. No, it's 1390. I, I was going to say 52. What's that? Yeah, what kind of low number is that? It's 1390. Get it right. Yeah. Come on, Bobby Kenneth. 1390. 1390 month. It's like a math problem. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. 
Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, I, I did not listen to this, uh, okay. specifically because I wanted first reaction on the show. Okay. I know it's been out there for about a week and I did, I purposely did not listen to it. Okay, good. Uh, Vandenberg. Uh-huh. Adrian Vandenberg is back with a new lineup. He is. He's got uh, Rudy Sarzo on uh, bass. Uh-huh. Uh, Ronnie Ramiro on vocals. Yeah. And Brian Titchy on drums. Yes. And uh-huh. then, uh, of course, Adrian Vandenberg on guitar. Yep. Uh, Vandenberg, one of my favorite bands. I like them. I, I have all their stuff. Adrian Vandenberg you know, kind of one of those, uh, guys who just, you know, he's never gotten any kind of recognition or the due that I think he deserves, but you know, he's, he's another, like a Doug Aldrich kind of guy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just a very talented guy, kind of low key goes out there, plays his stuff, but he doesn't get the accolades that a lot of other, uh, guitarists get. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't listened to this, so I guess what they've done is they've again, re-recorded burning heart they have isn't this the third one now i think it, i think i think, it, I think there was the original one right and then mm-hmm. when they did like a greatest hits thing or something they re-recorded it right and then i guess now they've re-recorded it again right well this is this is to prep people for the new vandenberg record or release i guess it's not a record anymore but for the new vandenberg release which is coming later this year with this lineup with uh, Ronnie Ramiro is the guy. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's that universal voice, I guess. Yeah. He's so, kind of like, um, uh, the guy from, um, Dookie white. Well, him, but, uh, the guy that you, what, what the hell, how could I forget his name? The guy you, uh, actually struck up a friendship with from, uh, from, um, <sighs> Jeff Scott Soto. No, no, no. Um, I struck up a friendship. Yeah, I, I, my mind draws a blank here. He he sings with Axel Rudy Pell. Oh, Johnny Gioli. J- Johnny Gioli. Right. He's another one of those guys. Yeah, Johnny Gioli sings sings with everybody. But he's not really. I guess he is kind of a chameleon. Now I think about it, he sings all kinds That's of different what I'm styles. Saying. Why, why are you arguing with me? Sorry. Yeah, I'll, fuck I'll, you, dude. I know what I'm talking about. Don't I, discredit my thoughts. I will step back now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, kill yourself. <laughs> Die. <laughs> hey, don't be saying those things. I just admitted I'd kill somebody if they make me mad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's like a Johnny Gioli. Yeah. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Or or even even a Yorn Land. Yeah, Yorn's another one. He's anybody that needs a sort of Dio voice, you go to Yorn. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this, this guy, he's sort of in that vein. He sort of does that kind of a thing. Sure. Now, are you, regardless of before you even hear this, Okay. are you excited at all about new music from Vandenberg? Well, it depends. I, I mean, you know, I, I know Vandenberg music. I mean, Vandenberg has been around since the early eighties. Right. You know, and I have all their stuff, but with a new, a different singer now, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't heard this. Uh, so I've got all the, I've got all the versions of Burning Heart pulled up here. All right. Who was the singer originally? Do you know? I'm trying. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. 
that up. I'm just, I I mean, like, I don't know shit about Vandenberg. I'll just, I'll just say that point. I know, I know exactly two songs. I know Burning Heart and I know When the Shit Hits the Fan, whatever that's called. And then there's, yeah, Wait and Heading for a Storm. I'd have to hear it. I don't even know that I know that. The guy's name is Bert Hearink. Okay. That's the singer. Bert Hearink was the, on the first album. Is that the album with? And he, yeah, that's the one with weight. All right. And, and for the story, yeah, that's the guy that sang on those two records. Yeah. Bert Hearing. Okay. Where'd he go? Who knows? It's not even a, a clickable link on Wikipedia. He must have really disappeared. <laughs> it's fucking working at Walmart or something now. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So what I thought I would do here All right. is play, the, play a part of the original. Okay. Then play the one that they released in 2004 to to uh, commemorate the uh, definitive collection. Okay. And then play the new one. All right. Sounds good to me. So we can kind of compare. Sounds good. But, you know, I, I get I get that this is a popular song, and I get this is, you know, probably their biggest song. Yeah. But, boy, just to re-release three times. Yeah. Well... And again, it's Vandenberg. It's not, you know, Whitesnake. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. If it was Whitesnake with a new singer, I'd be real interested in it, but it's Vandenberg. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here here's the original. Okay. I believe this was from like 1983, if I'm not mistaken. All right. All right. Here we go. recorded it in 2004 which was included in their definitive collection okay was it with the same guy yeah okay because he's i mean he he disappeared after 85 that's the last that he was heard from well that's because uh adrian joined white snake bert hearing joined picture for their marathon album when was that good lord okay Anyway, All right. I, I'm just fascinated with this Burt Hearing. I've never heard of this guy before, and and he's got a great voice. Or he, he did. Yeah. 
So uh, here's Burning Heart re-recorded in 2004. Okay. Does it feel the same when he calls your name? And does it feel the same when you play the game of love? When he holds you tight, does it feel alright? Just like it used to do when I was with you making love to you. This burning heart of mine It still hurts after all this time This burning heart in me Won't let me be Alright, so the, the vocals are a little more dry on this They're not, doesn't have the soupy um, reverb on it yeah, and yeah. then they add some orchestration in there, so it's almost like an acoustic performance with some orchestration. I guess they couldn't afford a drummer. <laughs> Here, here's here's some news, and I guess this is why you have a whole new lineup. In 2012, it was reported that Hearing, Kemper, and Zoomer, who were the other three guys, were trying to take over control of the name Vandenberg from Adrian Vandenberg. That's bizarre. You know, that, that's, that's just like... Um, that that would be just like uh, I don't know, say say George Lynch, Jeff Pilson, and and uh, Mick Brown trying to take over Dokken, which they yeah. they attempted to do actually. Yeah. yeah, how'd that work out? It didn't. <laughs> yeah, same way it worked out for Vandenberg. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. What was the other? What was the other band who did that recently? I think they're still out touring. Is um, um, Jafria right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. Greg Greg Jafria isn't even in the lineup, and they're out there as Jafria. And a David Glenn Isley and um, whoever the other guy was that was in the or maybe it was Craig Goldie. No, was it was Craiger. It was Craiger. No, but I, I think Isley and Goldie were the two that were trying to take the name. Yeah, I know Craiger was playing drums in the band, but. But I think it was David Glenn Isley and Craig Holdy that tried to take the jer- I don't I don't remember. Yeah, it was bizarre sure. though. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And then they released an album instead that was called Isley Goldie or whatever I forget. But yeah, how'd that work out? It's like you can't take somebody's name. Yeah, I mean, I granted it is a band name and it's an entity, but you know, it's it's the guy's name. Yeah, he's always gonna be that guy. <laughs> He's not going to change his name because you took the band name. Yeah. yeah, it would be like David Lee Roth and and um, and um, Michael Anthony trying to take the Van Halen thing. Right. Yeah, we're just <laughs> going to get a new drummer and a new guitarist. We're going to yeah. call it Van Halen. Of course. <laughs> Dude, what is it about the White Snake guitarist that they just disappeared forever? Both Adrian Vandenberg and, and John Sykes, gone. Sykes, did you see what he did recently? Well, I saw him last year at that uh, Hall of Heavy Metal induction ceremony, but as far as doing anything, I haven't seen him do anything in a while. Well, he signed a record deal to put out an album and then walked away from it because it wasn't working out for him. Okay. 
Whatever. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Whatever oh, that means, time. right? When's the last time he did anything? Uh, it's been a while. Other than that appearance that you saw, I, I can't think. Was the last time he was seen in public when he was in Black Star Riders? Oh, well, Thin Lizzy. Yeah, Thin Lizzy before they did became Black Star Riders or whatever. Right. That's like the last time I remember hearing of the guy. What is it about being in that lineup of Whitesnake? <laughs> guess, guess if you played guitar, you're not allowed to play anymore. Well, supposedly not. Jeez. All right. So we just heard the uh, the two versions of Burning Heart. Okay. Now let's hear, hear the third version of Burning Heart. The 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 needed the necessary third version. Well, we got to relaunch the band into the into the public eye. That's right. All right. Here we go. Well, so far, this sounds very much like the original. Yeah. Very much. Very, very close. Mm Mm-hmm. that at all really nah i don't like that vocal right off the bat you're done with it yeah just i i the music sounds exactly the same vocally just i don't know i'll listen to a little more let him get to the high parts all right when you play the game of love when he I don't know. I, the The vocals are okay. It just it just isn't the same. It's not, you know. They needed, they needed a cleaner voice. Yeah. He at first it almost sounded like Phil Lewis. <laughs> right. It did. It kind of had a more high pitched, you know, delivery. Mm-hmm. But then it got a little raspy, but a little more high pitch. It almost sounded like a cross between C.J. Snare, right, and and Phil Lewis. Yeah. It's it's. It, too much rasp yeah. i thought yeah when yeah I heard it the first time it's like it's such a clean song originally and and to bring in the ah, you know is like nah that's not i i i wasn't sure if you'd like it or nah, not <laughs> i'm not digging the vocal on that i mean it's not that the vocal's bad it's just doesn't it just doesn't fit that right Let, let's play the original here real quick okay
more clean. Now here's the here's the new one. All right. thought that you'd be like jackal but no bert herrink no vandenberg yeah, huh? i just i just don't dig that that i mean it's okay if he got a, a replacement singer if the other dude isn't available or can't sing anymore or whatever the case may be yeah but this this isn't close no just got the hot shot singer of the minute yeah pretty much they should have got that uh, dino jalusic that that did the dirty shirley record he, he lends his voice to everything, and he sounds great. Sure. That guy's fantastic. Helen Kilcaller, you're on the air. I just wanted to say that Whitesnake did this, too. Whitesnake did Burning Heart? Yep. The, on the um, on the latest, um, the Slip of the Tongue 30th anniversary huge box. Oh, and thing. so there's probably like a live that they probably did it live. No, no. They a, they um, they did a no. studio version. Yeah, it's it's on there. It's a monitor mix thing. I just looked it up on my iTunes because I got that box set. But um, yeah, Shoot. it's definitely Whitesnake did it. Find out what Neely. I'm gonna look for it. Look up. Look All up. Right. Um, Haley Kill. All right. <laughs> See there. There's Tim. He's such a hardcore. Yeah. White Snake, Burning Heart. Yeah. Find that one. Who knew that song was so fucking popular? Well, it was a it was a hit at that time. Yeah. You have it? Uh Burning Heart. Uh Monitor Mix, there it is. Well, it is a live thing. That's what I said. Burning Heart Monitor Mix, April of nineteen eighty nine. Let's hear it. Alright. Here we go. Does he hurt? 
Sounds like they were trying to work it up to maybe put it in the set or something. Wow, what a shit song that was. <laughs> oh, God. That's what it sounds like. It's like they were doing rehearsals. Yeah. And because Adrian uh, Vandenberg was in the band, mm. that they would probably try to maybe work it into the set or something. Don't. 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 <laughs> I I was not aware of it, but obviously yeah. Tim was. Yeah, well, thanks, Tim. Thanks for wrecking three minutes of the show with that shit. <laughs> well, God, do you want to see where you want to see where this goes at all? Sure, let's. Why not? We're, we're halfway through. It. All right, let's let's go. just sounds like they're just working through the through the music well, that, in that that segment you just played right there sounds better than any live performance coverdale's done in the last two years <laughs> i saw this tour <laughs> slip of the tongue yeah did they do that song no i did not that i remember but uh it was uh white snake giant and bad english yeah are you excited about the sammy hagar white snake and night ranger tour <sighs> Well, I won't be going. I'm not going. Yeah. I, I had to put a hard no down on on that show. It's that fucking shithole blossom. Yeah. Well, they're they're shit. they're playing they're playing out here at Tinley Park. Yeah. So John, our friend John, bought tickets. He bought two tickets. Michael Anthony's side of the stage, like ten rows back. Or yeah, something. I think he said sixth row. Or sixth row. Did, did he tell you how much he spent? Yeah, I, I saw that he posted it out there. It said it was like 400 and some odd bucks. $425. Yeah. Can you say fuck that fast enough? There's no way I would pay that much money to see, knowing how bad Coverdale sounds now. There's just no way. Night Rangers kick ass live. Sammy's kick ass live. But. Man, oh man, you still got to put up with an hour of Coverdale. <laughs> no thanks. That's he was trying to get me to go with him. I was like, "Fuck no!" It had everything going against it for me—an overpriced ticket at the worst venue in Ohio. Fuck you! No chance I'm going to that. Yeah. Well, I I haven't bought uh, tickets through like Ticketmaster, Live Nation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in a while. Right. But, but I did, I did explore it. You know, I just wanted to see because I was cu just curious about it because that sure. tour was announced here too, you know? Okay. So, um, 
this this whole nonsense going to Ticketmaster to mm-hmm. to buy tickets and then it says, well, the the tickets might be a different price, you know, depending yeah. and and this this whole fluctuating of ticket prices, you Based know, because it's demand. yeah, because it's going through the broker and then it's being, you know, resubmitted and this is just nonsense. Bullshit. It is. It's a total scam. Yeah, I, I will never, ever purchase tickets through Ticketmaster ever again. Uh, I decided for that show there, I'm going to, I know, I've interviewed Jack Blades a number of times, and I know I can ask for Night Ranger tickets. I'm going to try that route. But if I don't get that route, I'm done. Yeah. It's not going. Fuck that. There's no way am I paying for that show. Absolutely not. Uh, in the chat room is blossom worse than Riverbend and Cincy. It's about the same. I would, about I would say same. yes. Blossom is terrible now. Well, Riverbend's almost identical to blossom. Uh, I've only seen one show there ever. And it was like 25 years ago. So I really can't make a fair assessment, but the show I saw there was fairly decent, but, but yeah, uh, outdoor, the, the outdoor venues stink. It's got to be a small outdoor venue, or else it just sucks. Like I like Nautica or whatever it's called now, you know, Jacob's Pavilion or whatever it is. But um, I like that because you're no matter where you're sitting, you're still pretty close. You know, you can still hear it and it's loud, and they've got the right sound or whatever. Blossom with that big stupid dome over it, the sound just sounds like you're listening through it through a mud puddle. Yeah, just well, you know, Blossom's been there for fifty years. Yeah, well, it's time to buy some new speakers, you fucks. <laughs> Holy fuck. And mix in some carts to take you the mile and a half back to your car. Right. That that still drives me nuts. That How can a venue that's been there that long? I mean, no lie. It's it's over a mile if you get parked in the back. Right? It's pretty close. It's got to be a mile. To the back, from the back fence to the to the venue has to be a mile, mile and a half. It's a, it's a good hike. It's a fucking walk, and I'm fat, and I need a cart. <laughs> I'm just going to call it the way it is. I need a cart. I need. I would pay. That's the thing I don't understand. These guys that make money hand over fist and do everything to rip rip their customers off, for fuck's sake, how are you not providing a shuttle for $15? Yeah. You know, you know those the ones that will seat like 15 yeah. people yeah, at a yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, like a, it's like an extended golf cart. Don't you think that they would make an extra hundred thousand a night for every sold out show? Well, I don't know about that, but you know, fifty thousand. Eh, fifty dollars a piece. Uh, there, there are some venues out there that that offer free shuttle service. Yeah, that's free. I'm saying charge fifteen dollars a hit. Yeah, they well, might not make the, it coming in, but they'll make it going out when everybody's all fucked up. <laughs> well, I, I guess if you're willing to pay a few extra bucks, you, you'd buy the VIP parking. Yeah, but that's 50. Well, again, 15 out, 15 back. That's 30. Yeah, true. You could be right by your car. True. You know, I I, I haven't been to, um, they, they call it Hollywood Casino Park now, but it's been mm-hmm. half a dozen different names over the years. But the place you and I went to see uh, the, the Masters of Metal Tour with, with Testament and Motorhead and right. all that. That that's a very similar place. Sure. I haven't been there since boy, I want to say 2015, I think since when right. I went to see Van Halen, 
I haven't been there since. But, right. but you know, the times that I have gone there, I always bought the VIP parking. Okay. Because it's the same situation. If if you don't, then you're parked way the fuck out there. Right. And you're and it's not not that I'm a opposed to walking, but you know, depending on where you park, you you might be hiking for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's I, I fuck that. You know, I'm not there for fucking exercise. I'm there to watch a <laughs> show and get drunk. Yeah. That's what I'm there to do. Drink beer. Yep. And and rock out. Well, here here's the uh here's the thing over here in Chicago. Uh they have uh where where the old Miggs Field used to be. It was a small municipal airport. Mm-hmm. Well, Mayor Daly and in his infinite wisdom, uh he plowed it all up right. way, way back in two thousand and boy, I want to say it was like two thousand and five if I'm not mistaken. And and they uh built they built a, a very, very similar place like um, Nautica Stage mm-hmm. out there. And it's called like the Midwest Bank uh, something or other uh, right. venue, whatever. But it's, mm-hmm. it's almost identical to Nautica, the way that it's set up. Right. And uh, you have to park at Soldier Field. And then you have to walk all the way around the outskirts of the lake to get out there. Fuck. So that's like, that's about a half a mile walk, but they do run shuttles out there too. And and those are free, but, but again, it's, you got to park over here and then you got to go way the fuck out there. (laughs) If I remember right, Tinley park or whatever it's called now, when we were there, that was like a crazy walk. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. That's That's when I went, that's, that's the one I said the last time I was there, I saw Van Halen. I, I I got lost because it had 15 name changes since then. Yeah, it has. It's Tinley Park. It's out in Tinley Park, yeah. It's a, it's like Blossom. It's an outdoor thing. It's just like Blossom. Yeah, why can't they just have parking, like, right next, next to the venue? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I mean, you got to figure these places hold eighteen to 20,000 people. Yeah. So, so you're going to have at least 10,000 cars you have to park. Yeah, right next to the venue somewhere. <laughs> you know, so if you got two people per car, you're going to have 10,000 cars out there on a on a sold-out show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the the best place to see a show, and, and for parking purposes, over at that Roxino. I love that. Oh, yeah. Park, park right up next to the building. But, but, and now, you know, because Kelly's got that handicap placard because her knee's all fucked up. You, they they valet you with the with the handicap placard. That's the best. I just pull right up to the door, and they take the car and go put it somewhere. Right. Like, Fuck yeah, this rocks. Walk right in. Love it. Well, it's not exactly an outdoor shed either. No, that's better. Better sound. Yeah, of course. Definitely better sound in the Roxino than in it fucking Blossom. Yeah. Blossom sounds like a boombox with a blown speaker. Stinks. I hate that fucking place. <laughs> I think we've uh, I think we've got it, Chris. Do you, do you hate Blossom? I hate it. <laughs> fucking Kelly, every fucking tour that gets announced, she she sends me a text. Hey, uh, did you see that so and so is 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 playing? And I just look, I see that it's Blossom, and every text back is the same. Hard no. 
<laughs> not going. I will not go to Blossom. Oh, I know. No. I know. I get it. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. No. So funny. Okay. Mike in the chat room. Handicap is not something we say. Okay. Fucked up. She has a fucked up name. <laughs> I've got a fucked up record. I, I sure hope he isn't serious when he says that. Sure he's not. I'm going to have to throw him out of our chat. Pretty sure he's kidding. Yeah. It's handy sure it's, it's handy capable, pal. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh um whatever, disabled. Yeah. Ch- challenged. Isn't that the word now? Challenged. Everything's or, everything's a challenge. Challenged or capable or, shut up. Just stop it. Fucked up worked for that back then, it works now. Yeah. We're not afraid of words here, pal. Nope. Words. Dude, I, I didn't tell you this. That this has nothing to do with nothing. It just popped into my head, so I'll tell you it real quick. So we got a really nice compliment today. We did. Yes, we did. Me and you from um, from my buddy Dave Landau. Okay. I, I was chatting with him this afternoon, and he said that he likes doing our show better than pretty much any other show that he does, like podcast-wise, because we do a better job with the interviews. <laughs> Because we actually ask a question and then shut the fuck up and let him talk. Yeah. You know, like an interview supposed to go. But I just took that, as, you know, because both of us care about the interviews. And it's like, you know, it was like, wow, that's a pretty cool out of the way compliment. I like that. I liked hearing that. You interviewed Dave Landau and you didn't include me. It's in the middle of the morning. You Landau to whore. Right, well, you're Stacy David's blades. <laughs> For me tomorrow or so Monday, tomorrow? Monday, Monday, David Reese's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You got David Reese tomorrow and I have Dean Castronovo tomorrow at, you're not going to believe this. Guess what time? Six. No, no, that would be, that would be even worse. 10 AM, 10 AM after doing the show. Yeah. Ugh. That's brutal, but I'll do it because I'm a fan. Yeah. You know? I already preset the coffee maker to make me coffee so I can just come in, get coffee, and get awoke. Make my ass woke, baby. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I get to talk to Stacy Blades, who I ran into out in Nam. Uh Stacy David Yeah, Stacy Stacy David Blades. <laughs> He's Stacy David Blades yeah, now. Don't don't think I'm not gonna say something about that. You better. Oh, I'm going to. You should you should do the the Bumblefoot thing. Start off as Stacy David Blades, then be David, then be Stacy, then, then S just Dave. Dave, just Dave, Dave, S, Dave. Yeah, what's up, Stace? <laughs> Stacey. Yeah, Stacey. <laughs> SDB. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. I talked to you at Nam. He didn't say, hey, call me Stacy David. Yeah, he didn't correct you then, huh? No. It was cool <laughs> that I called him Stacy. Yeah, that worked then. But now, Stacy David Blades. Yeah, exactly. Get it right. Yeah, pal. pal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll start out that way. Yeah. But it won't end up. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bust on his balls a little bit. Or you should make it hard. You should make it so that he understands how awful that sounds. So, Stacy David, how was the tour? <laughs> you know. So, what's next for you, Stacy David? Right. You know, just do that every time to where it's really annoying. Sure. You know? 
Uh, I, I like Stacy. He's been a good dude. I, I've know I've known him for years. He, you know, when he was in L.A. Guns, you know, he he would wear the CMS shirt and stuff on stage, you know, and he was always cool with me all the time. Does he have a new one? Uh, no, he told me he said he'd like to get a new one. I told him, you know, because I showed him the new design. Yeah. He, oh, dude, if I could get one of those, I'll wear that all the time. All right, we'll get him one That's immediately. Pretty, I will. I will as soon as I get a new order in. As a band on billboard, get that shit handled. Yeah, no shit. Fucking Sammy slowing us down. <laughs> no, it's me. I still blame Sammy. Yeah. Nothing we do is wrong. <laughs> All right. All right. I say we take a break. All right. Matt in the chat. Matt in the chat. Cat is that in the Matt hat. Mason? <laughs> he uh, he wants to hear some coc. Oh, me too. From their deliverance release. All right. He wants to hear some albatross. Of course. Why Why go with something rare when you can pick <laughs> Clean the my, single that everybody's heard a million fucking times? Clean my wounds. Clean my wounds. Perfect. Why not? <laughs> play play the play the hits. That's what we should do. How about some round and round by Rat after it, huh? <laughs> That'll be great. You know, how about some something to believe in by some poison, too, right. huh? Maybe that one. Ballad of Jane would be good tonight. Oh, boy. Bring all the, bring all the hits on. <laughs> Playing the hits. How about Until It Sleeps? That's a Metallica classic. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, guys. Right. Couldn't you pick something a little rare? Fuck. All right. Well, all here, right. here's some COC exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hey, this is Carl Gell, and you're listening to the Classic Metal Show. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are awesome. 